So, them jokers. But anyway, gentlemen, are you ready to discuss? I know y'all just, we just had a holiday. Hope y'all didn't eat too much. Actually, I hope you did. Hope you ate a lot. Look at Jason. A lot. What was that? <laughs> I hope y'all ate a lot. Like Chris Chris put it. He got his UK accent on too. Look at that. Come on, Chris. Keep keep in, in it. In it. They <laughs> are gonna DM you like that is not how you do it. <laughs> nah, he gonna laugh. Like, yeah, you had beans with your food. <laughs> but you know Be- beans with my dressing. <laughs> and cornflakes on the side. all right so y'all seem like y'all are energized and ready for this episode uh what's going on everybody welcome to the was it good though podcast where we discuss debate and review movies and tv shows old and new i am one of your hosts my name is jazz i am joined with chris chris how are you feeling we back we bike uh, oh oh, (laughs) the hot pitch okay okay we good we good good. jason how are you feeling we see them shoulders today so you I must know, be ready. You know, I was trying. I was see. I came to the party late, and I seen what y'all was doing. So I was like, "Let me, let me match." So you know, I'm. That's. I just. I took. You know, no shirt on today. I mean, since you got your shoulders out, you want to do the shoulder lane right quick. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is episode twenty-five. Whoa, man! Twenty-five. I'm moving. Time is That's a quarter of a hundred. It is. That's time. Look at us moving. knowing how to count. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our third grade map skills. Shout out to us. <laughs> hey man, but that's big. That's big. It is. It is. But um, for episode twenty-five, we will be discussing uh, Top Gun Maverick. <clears throat> yes, sir. We, we had a few discussions. We had a, a few polls on if we should rate this film, or excuse me, review. But we're gonna rate it too. Um, Jason was always helping on we should review it. Me and Chris, we was on the fence. We had uh, to. This was the this is this is this is box office wise movie of the year. We had to put this in there. Right. No, I feel you, I feel you. Uh so for anybody who <laughs> you know, you know Jason know those numbers, Chris. So for anybody who <laughs> Chris, this movie, this movie is taking down Avengers flicks. Like, come on, bro. Why you gotta, you to gotta this? see this. I'm just saying, we know it's the truth. Hopefully, Jason. you know, Black Panther just dropped. You know, so hopefully, eventually, that's gonna overtake this. But right now, Jazz, this is this is the one. Jason, I haven't even finished my intro. You my are bad. ready, Rodney. I'm stepping. I'm, I'm gonna take. Look, look, look. I'm t- Tom. <laughs> is Bruce Wayne? It's Tom Cruise. Oh greatest, two, greatest two white men ever. I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Hopefully, hopefully, they don't come out MAGA one day. But yeah, greatest two white men ever. Well, we already know Bruce Maggard. I was about so. to say, no, we don't. Bruce. We don't know that. We don't know that. Bruce ain't never. Bruce ain't He's never. Bruce ain't never. He's caping again. <laughs> caping for the Cape Crusader. I will. I, you, yes, oh, I will. Right. Okay, yes. Jason. Okay, you got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> caping for the Cape Crusader. Anybody who has not seen this film, um, just go ahead and stop the pod right now, because of course we will be uh, spoiling it. Uh, but before you turn the pod off. Please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, comment, follow us on our socials. And once you watch the film, come back to the pod and check us out. Um, right now, I do not think it is on any streaming services yet, but it's still in the theaters. So Man, they've been just going go to crazy. the movies. This movie dropped been... in June of this year. May. May. May? Yeah. In May. Y'all, this is like, <laughs> May to I... November is actually crazy. But hey. I guess, yeah. 
Folks loved it. They love Tom Cruise. They did. They like do. One of our co-hosts. So hey, that's since, my guy. Look how since, look how big his smile is. That's, <laughs> yeah. Chris, if we bash this episode, Jason is gonna go insane. I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna flip this table. I'm going crazy. Everything. Everything. It ain't no more. Ain't ain't no more. Was it good? We, I'm going crazy. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's let's go ahead and get this energy going. Uh, since we're not sure where this episode could go, this is your warning, because Jason is real passionate. We haven't seen his passion since Michael Myers. So, oh my God, that passion <laughs> was for Corey. That's the crazy thing. It was, was no, see, no, it was it was because y'all was trying to shoot down logic in a illogical movie. Y'all was trying to like go pull a logic for something you didn't need. It, it wasn't needed there. And but we have a movie. This is a movie with a better relationship that was actually fleshed out. So we better, offer Allison and Corey. Better relationship with uh, realistic events happening. <laughs> it is. But, it is. Uh, Jason, I'm finally finished with the intro. Yes, I am. So since I know that you will be giving us a deep dive <laughs> on the history of Top Gun and everybody that was starred in it. And then <laughs> so let me go ahead and um send it your way. Hey, yes, we hear Top Gun Maverick. I'm really just about to get right into it. There's not too much history in the first movie. Oh, Pretty I was big. expecting that. Like, the no, there's, not, there's, not, there's not much rundown. You have your man, Pete Maverick, hothead kid. He's trying to live in his father's shoes. His father was a, a Top Gun graduate as well, naval pilot. He went missing. They never found him. And so he was trying to live up to his dad's, you know, his live up to what his dad was in the actual naval. So that's why he felt he had to, to move and maneuver the way he is. And as we open up into this movie, we get Tom, get a great montage of a lot of stuff that went on in the first movie, just a lot of pictures, just, you know, pretty much a lot of fan service, just giving us everything that's going on. And at this point, Mav, he's not a, he's not a fighter no more because he's, he's aged out of being a fighter. And at this, he wants to be a, he wants, he's doing a test pilot. So they're doing a test run. And they're trying to, in the, the actual test run, in order for this pilot to be accepted, he has to go at least 10, um, 10, max 10 speed. So, th and this made me actually, ask, well, actually think, have you guys ever went, well, probably not Mach 10, but do y'all know how fast you guys have ever been? Roller coaster. I'm just, so this, I'm thinking like roller coasters, because this is probably the only time. Unless, unless y'all out here fighting, fighting planes or something, I don't know what y'all got going on. Jazz, <laughs> Jazz, Jazz kind of got that physique. She might be be fighting planes. First off, that what? <laughs> but I will say I am not sure. I love roller coasters, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly like the speed and everything. So, what about you, Chris? No, I'm um, not sure the speed or anything. I went, uh, I went Mach five. It was it's uh, in. Disney World, the Aerosmith ride. Whenever it goes, it goes zero to sixty in like three seconds, and that's supposed to be Mach five. But then when you get in there, you just feel the pressure mm -hmm. on your actual chest as you're actually trying to get onto it. Um, why do you remember that? Why do I know what part? No, why did you remember what the speed was? I'm going crazy today, Jazz. This is probably the most <laughs> extensive research I went. So you're going to see me fan out in this movie. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't don't just, just stay stay with me, Jazz. Stay why with do, me. Why don't you do that research <laughs> with Black Panther Woman King? <laughs> <laughs> I did actually. I did. I did for Woman King. Go back oh, last okay. week. Go listen to it again. You, you can go back to it. So 
in this movie, of course, Tom Cruise, everything well typically is practical when it whenever it comes to Tom Cruise. What did y'all think about this scene? The Boston pulled up to the job, it shut the program down. Jazz, we see your guy, the cop from Southside. How did you feel? What did you think about that? Seeing him in the movie. I, so it's funny because when I looked at him, I was like, I know him from somewhere, but I couldn't place it. So what you saying, South Southside? I'm just like, damn, that is him. Oh, you just, you, you just, you just, just not now, it? like, yeah, I, I knew <laughs> when I watched it, I was just like, I know him from somewhere, and I know it from a positive show mm -hmm. or one that I of course mm -hmm. enjoyed because I, mm -hmm. you put me on Southside, love Southside season three Great should show. be coming soon, right? Hopefully, fingers crossed, it's coming. I thought they renewed. It, it got renewed. It got we got renewed. Okay. We don't know when they're going to drop it though. Okay. It got renewed. But I thought this scene was funny because you have that. Um, you have Ed Harris coming in. Yes. And come he's on, look just... at, come on, Jazz. Shout out to these these, oh, these legends. Come on. I know look at Chris. Are. Chris, get Chris. I know. Get, no, I know Ed Harris. Chris, get it together. <laughs> no, I know Ed Harris. I, I know. Ed. But just seeing him come in and him not flinch when the aircraft just went past him, you can see all the sand and the mm -hmm. um, the. The gust of wind just go past him. He didn't even flinch. Wow. Wow. And I was just like, I in here. It's like, I know you dealt with radio a few times, but come on now. Like, you you gotta flinch. <laughs> and, so, and then like you can see the dirt on his glasses, which I think is a really dope detail to include in a film. Cause that's something a lot of people wouldn't even pay attention to. But when I watched it, I said, Oh, I like that effect. It's I love the small details. The effects. And then you like the uh, effects? The effects was in this movie was really good. I definitely that wasn't a, it. that wasn't an effect, Jazz. It was practical. <laughs> that was real. Tom was actually Tom flew over him and broke that entire set. So when you look at that scene, Tom destroyed that set. Well, I can see why Ed Harris was just sitting there like, well, <laughs> "We're not redoing this shot." <laughs> it was a one. It was a one shot. Uh, the the director said, "Nah, that was perfect, and we're not doing it again because he destroyed it. So we're gonna keep it." I mean, it was a, definitely a good shot. And then I was going to ask y'all, if y'all were in Maverick shoes, would y'all have said, all right, I'm just going to go home? Or would y'all have done the same thing? Would you have flown just to see if you can get to that mark? It's Maverick. Like, yeah. Being Maverick, you know, he that, that seemed like his personality. Like, he just got to push the limit. He just got to go and go. Chris, if I would have went home. No, no, I'm getting there. I'm, I would have oh. went home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hit 10, we out. <laughs> but, you know, Maverick, that's that's up, so. Jason, what uh, about you? Yeah, you know, you, you know, I would have, you know, I would have did it, cause, I, cause with me, it's it, no, cause with me, it's ask for is I rather I much rather ask for forgiveness than for permission. I would have been like, man, hold on, we done game this far, and like we're for to push nine today, and you tell me we need ten? Nah, we for to try to run, we for to try to. It would, I mean, what the more, what what was going to happen in that scenario? I wasn't gonna go to jail. I mean, I would have just thought if you taking it from me anyway, I might as well try to see if I can do it. So I agree. I would have done the same thing. I'm not just going to go home and then live in what ifs. So, I, okay, we're all in agreement. We would have done it. But would y'all yeah. have tried to go more than the 10 um, marks? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have tried to push, push past the 10. He, he, yeah. he was doing the most. He was yeah. doing the most. And I honestly thought Tom died. When I first seen this movie, I was like, dang. So that's why they call it, you know, Top Gun Maverick. Like he get killed off in the beginning of the movie. Like, like I think I'm going to kill your legacy character like that. That'd have been a crazy twist if they did that. I mean, I they thought, did that to Jamie Lee Curtis and Halloween Resurrections. Yeah, they did. We, but we see that guy erased out of history. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, you know, he get, you know, he ends up in some country and he asks the kid, like, hey, wh where are we? And he asks, he, he's mean, like, what, what country? Where are we at? And he's, oh, we on Earth. Because <laughs> I guess I, yeah, he, he looked like he was in a spacesuit, I guess. Yeah, I, I 
would have understood what the kid asked. Like, sir, I don't know where you came from, but did y'all see any color? I'm curious where he landed. Because can you imagine if this character was black? <laughs> that high level of awkwardness. But I thought that, fun that scene was funny. So within this, of course, he gets in trouble. There's repercussions in this scenario. <clears throat> um, they know he, you know, he's like I said, a highly decorated person, but also super hot headed. He doesn't want to, he was an instructor only two months, wasn't doing pretty well in it. So they sent him back to Top Gun because there's a mission. Uh, there's a mission they want him to to train for some people, but he doesn't really, he doesn't really know what the actual mission is. But then as we go into the actual mission, it's basically a suicide mission. There wasn't an, there wasn't an expectation of anyone coming back from this scenario, which I have, which I think I would have handled the same way uh, Maverick handled this. I mean, I think his intentions were good. His intentions were in a better place than the uh, colonels that were in charge yeah. because Admiral they did. Admiral Bo Simpson. Yes. Like, he didn't have that forethought of them coming back home. He just said, we just need something that can get there and drop the bombs. But it's just like, you're not thinking about bringing your people home. And it's crazy because you have individuals in high positions like that yep. that will send soldiers to war, to battle, knowing they're not going to come home. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a tough one. But like I said, that he look, he's looking at the screen. He sees all the different fighters, and of course, he sees one he's familiar with. It's Rooster. Uh, Rooster was he was. I mean, Miles wasn't in the original, but Rooster was in the original movie. Um, his dad was Goose, one of Mav's best friends. Which you know, uh, in the original movie, he does get he gets killed um, in their training. They're doing a training a training exercise. The the plane loses out. They try to eject from the actual train, and it it kills him as he's trying to get ejected. So throughout the movie you kind of feel the tension between miles well miles character and his character you know you're thinking this is what the actual situation is but that's not the real reason uh that we have here um then tom he goes to the to the bar he goes to the bar and he sees penny uh jazz you were talking about uh, miss jennifer Cunley. uh what do you think about this scene of them in the bar i i thought this scene was cute um mm. Was she in the original movie? She wasn't. I kept, I, you know, which did, which it's, it's a, it's a, it's a moment I'm gonna bring up. Uh, okay. It's gonna come up, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go into it. Okay. So, um, I wasn't. Well, with me not knowing it as I was watching it, their chemistry made me feel like she was in the original movie. Yeah. Which means, which means they did a really good job because mm -hmm. just the energy and vibe they were giving out, and she was like, "Don't, don't look at me that way." And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, I done said that, dropped that line, like, look, you better stop now. And he just looking at her like, I don't know what you're talking about. And when she rang the bell, because that's her bar, I was just like, <laughs> oh, he, he in trouble now. Can you imagine being in there and buy, having to buy everybody drinks? Yeah. It had to be at least 30 to 40 people in there at the time he was at, there. At that time. I would have left so <laughs> right. Like I wouldn't have just hung out. I'd be like, "All right, let me go ahead and bounce." Like, nah. But um, I think the the two actors and actresses they did an amazing job with the chemistry that and the uh, energy that they were giving. And obviously, mm -hmm. with the dialogue that they were exchanging with each other, it made me seem like there was a storyline in the previous film. Yeah, yeah. But for it this definitely... to just have been created, 
between mm-hmm. the one that released in 95 no, I think that's 84 that was when the original release mm-hmm. wow. damn well mm-hmm. it, it like their whole dialogue energy made me feel like she was in the original movie so yeah. um, I, I definitely appreciate it it was cute so. Yeah. And then, of course, we get introduced to the new characters, um, all the new characters in here. Of course, we got Hangman. He seems like the, the jerk of the punch. Yeah. You got you have Phoenix. You know, she seems like she's the woman um, of the credits. It kind of kind of feels as if she, <laughs> she, she's like I mean, the only woman. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, kind of. She you know, she you know, she she can hold her own. Uh, we have Bob who doesn't have a call sign. <laughs> he doesn't have an actual call sign. Unfortunately, Bob. <laughs> uh, we have Jay Ellis, uh, which was in this actual movie, which was dope uh, to see Jay Ellis. Call him by his name. You want to call him Lawrence? <laughs> Why shouldn't you call him his call sign? <laughs> payback. Yeah. We got Payback um, in here. Then, of course, uh, we have Rooster. Uh, we get introduced to Rooster. Looks just like his dad, Goose, uh, for the original movie, Crazy Mustache. Um, of the of these this 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 cast of new people that y'all have one that y'all gravitated to or somebody that y'all liked just off top. I'm gonna say Phoenix because the energy that she was given, I could definitely relate to her more. Her standing up and then plus being a woman in the Navy, like you, you can't be a pushover. Yeah, you so. gotta have. Yeah, now I really liked um Rooster, and I feel like I was expecting his personality to be a certain way at first but he surprised me because even when he first walked in tom saw him and he sort of was like you know he didn't really know how to react yeah standoffish and then like Mm -hmm. maybe a little he just didn't know how to react to him to seeing him Mm -hmm. because he remembers what happened so i thought that was interesting i I, you know like i said i thought it was going to be a whole totally different dynamic between the moving forward but uh rooster was dope he had that confidence that you know this way like unplugging the jukebox and then just playing it you know the song and i like the callback that he was actually um doing the same song as his dad was that was the flashback from the mm-hmm. christmas so I that was really cool. yeah would y'all have let them kick y'all out the bar like that I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie i would have just been like let me see how much that bill is <laughs> like so i ain't got it and just to have some folks carry me outside and not have to pay my tab? Hell yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it was a naval bar. So when that situation that's that's just how they handled it. So that was I mean, you just go about this scenario like that. So you have payback, have hangman, throw him out. You know, Tom has this 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 montage. He goes back, thinks about, you know, um, when Goose passes away. Um then of course they go into their actual class. And this is this was one of the first callbacks to the original movie because now in the original Tom was in the mo- in the actual bar and it was Charlie. Charlie was a woman. That's who the love interest was in the first movie. And he's hidden on her. They hit him and him and Goose used to have these little things they do to to pull women in the bar. And he was like, I think Goose was hitting on her and he comes up and kind of jacks him up and moves her off out the way and then he's the one oh, talking okay. talking to the actual woman. Okay. Uh, or not, or is it, it was it was that or it was a song. One of the two. They they did it. They did it so much. It was just a lot of different moments. So that's what the actual situation was. He goes to the school, goes to to the Top Gun class. She's the instructor of the actual <laughs> Top Gun class. Nice. So okay. this time <clears throat> he comes into the class and we see that situation 
they look back, oh, it's the guy we threw out the bar. He's our actual instructor uh, in this actual, you know, um, in here. That's a good so, callback. I didn't yeah, even think that was about really that. dope. Yeah, so they they have a lot of moments like that where they kind of mirror it, but it's just it's done differently. Um, so Tom introduces himself to the class. He gets the manual. Like we know, Tom gonna do it his way. He throws it away, and then we have we have the scene of like Chris, you said they have they have this dog fight in the actual air. Uh, so they they take it to the air. What y'all think about this scene here? I thought it was dope. It was really cool. And then I, I just like how much better he was than everyone, especially like Hangman. He was like mad cocky. You know what I'm saying? So like that whole humble thing. But I um going back to when Tom first walked into Hangman and Lawrence's faces when they realized it was him, that was just like priceless. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, but that's cool that that was a callback as well. But um, no, nah, that fight probably scene was dope. I really liked it, and knowing that it's practical makes it even better for some reason. So uh, it was really cool. You know how pissed I would have been if like we were training and one of y'all said, "Let's just increase the um the whole thing. Like let's do 200 push-ups." You know how quickly I would have said, shut the hell up, because <laughs> this man has been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. No, we could do 20 push-ups and we like let him and see if we can beat him. 200? How many push-ups can y'all do? Straight? Straight? Try the 20. I ain't gonna lie. That's it. <laughs> That's it. After that, after that my body, I'm like, I'm tensing up. Oh, my God. Uh, I can do like 40, 40. I used to be able to do 50. I want to get back, though. Oh, so what if they said instead of push-ups, you had to do a minute straight on the ab wheel? Why do you bring that thing up? That thing is... Because, no, that's, what, because, because that's, what she, that's what she's good at. Yeah, that so thing of is... Of course she said that. But <laughs> well, hold on. Y'all y'all saying all of this, but you're not answering the question. Like, nah, do you, I, No, I'm not. I'm, 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 I, mean, I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't have a... In that scenario, I wouldn't really have a choice. So Ooh, I wouldn't Jason. want to. I would much rather do push-up than ab wheel. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's... Okay. So one minute on the ab wheel or two hundred push ups. Two hundred push ups. Two hundred push ups straight. Yes, Chris. No, it might be the ab wheel, bro. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna take the, I'm gonna take the push ups. I I take the jelly arms. I may step up like uh, what's his name? Jamie Fox in that episode. We had to do a whole bunch of push ups in the uh the training class. The ab wheel for a minute is not that bad, Jason. You're right, but it hurts, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. So in this, so in this scene here, what I wanna what I wanted to actually talk about is hmm, imagine Chris, Jazz, your actress, your actors, because it's politically correct to say actors now. Um you get the your your agent hits you up, hey, Top Gun, Maverick coming out. We need y'all in these actual roles. You take them. I mean, are you guys taking it? Would you guys take the role after seeing the movie? Yeah. Oh, after seeing it, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Two months later, they say, hey, <clears throat> Tom Cruise has created a Top Gun class for all the actors. He's created a program. It'll be a three-month extensive program where you have to learn how to actually fly. The actual, are we, are we still rolling? Mm -hmm. I mean, we fun. flying at this point. We're not yeah, rolling. We ain't on the ground no more, Jason. <laughs> We I get you. I get you. So I, I'm going somewhere with this stuff. We still, we still, we still good. We still good. All right. <clears throat> so part of this course, because you're learning to fly in this actual practical, there are they, in this movie they are flying. Mm -hmm. Everybody on these scenes, they're actually in these planes. So because you're flying, <clears throat> it's a possibility you have to be ejected over water at some point. So 
they have a swimming test that you must pass in order to to get in this, which is more of a you must stay underwater with a suit for a certain amount of time for about two minutes. Y'all still rolling? Y'all still good with that? We swimming now, Jason. What you mean? You can't swim, Jazz. You're just underwater. No. I'm in just saying, suit. we in the water now. We not. Jazz was like, no, I can swim. <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> you like, you gotta go. <laughs> Jazz, I took all the plans. I can swim. Hey, go, Jason. Put you done swimming. We're in the water now, Jason. You, you just missed I it. Get you. Well, you said, said, I get you. I did. I did. Jazz, Jazz, Jazz. I get it. I get it, Jazz. That's as soon as she said swim, on. she lit up. She just <laughs> like she like yes, yes. That's me. That's she couldn't me, wait. Yeah. She couldn't wait to do another movie <laughs> about the swimming. <laughs> It's been a while. We didn't talk about it. In the league, I can get back. To, I can get back to my moment of glory. <laughs> but in this movie, they do. They're actually practically flying, and they they are hour hour flights or hour sets when they're doing it. So, whenever they get in the actual air, they're film. They have to film themselves when they get into the actual air, and they wouldn't know what the scene looked like until they made it back to the actual ground. So that was that was actually pretty dope. Uh, within that Brewster erased a couple of his shots uh, by mistake when he was in the air, so they had to go mistake. back up. I mean, he they, he had to tell everybody what not to do because he did, you know, uh, within that scenario. But I yeah, that was like for those. Yeah, I would, I would. Now Tom Tom flew all of his scenes. Actually, he flew all of his, so they they were in the back of somebody's as they were going. But yeah. I mean, if y'all had the opportunity to learn how to fly a plane, well, say, let's say one of the planes from this movie, would y'all try it? I would. Try I would. It. Yeah, I would. I would. I know okay. Jay Ellis. Jay, he said he was at like forty-five hours whenever when at at the time when they made the movie. So I'm not gonna lie. Like watching this, I was like, damn, I, I feel like I need to add this to my bucket list. Like, oh wow, that'd yeah. be dope. And Jazz, I know I know people can't see it, but the the scene that Jazz has her background is actually from the original movie. Um, there was a there was a scene where they were doing some training, and there was a uh, just a bogey, basically a plane that's just in the actual area, and Tom flies it, and he does a cobra, which he turns his airplane on back, and he's, he's looking inside the actual plane. So he does this to in this movie he does it to Rooster. No, he actually does he, he does to Rooster. And he does it to Hangman because mm -hmm. they're they're out there. They're trying to figure out what they're gonna do. And him and him and like I said, him and Rooster have this this ego this ego thing um, in this actual scenario. And like I said, he, like Rooster, he's just he's not breaking it. And they're going they break the hard deck, which is against the against the code of the actual class, unless you're actually in an actual fight. Um, and they you know they he. Make some. They play a game of chicken, which I I wouldn't have played that yeah, in the yeah. actual air. And we just talked about you know the, the playing with dragons, like they, they playing with stuff that that can end their lives. I don't know why you would be playing in this actual scenario, but you know they get out. Of course, he gets in trouble again. He's talking to to John Ham character about the actual class, and he was telling them, hey. Uh, you know, you you are not to break the hard line and moving forward when you do your lessons, you need to have them in paper and in writing. He was like, that includes the hard deck, sir. All right, here go my lesson plan for the day. So he's already knowing they on my ass, no matter what goes on, what happens in here. And basically the mission, they have to fly below the hard deck at 100 feet. They have two minutes and 30 seconds to actually go. 
and they have to go 600 knots, which is right at nine mocks, right at going. But he wants to lean them into 10. Because I was wondering where, if that was going to come back up in the actual movie, like when he was doing it. The opening scene. Yeah, I was wondering if that was going to come back up in the actual movie, which, I mean, it does. Yeah, I was Um, wondering the same thing. I was just like, when I finished watching, I was like, um, okay, so we met Hondo, but like, what was the point of that whole opening scene? Of that actual scene. Yeah, exactly. So, so I I guess it just played into it, ironically. (laughs) It was was written that way. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so they, they, so they go out and they try to, they try to actually do the actual mission. Um, we have Phoenix's team. Um, they don't really communicate. They get killed. Um, we have the, we have Hangman team. They, he's not a team. Hangman's just going to leave you out to dry. He's going to finish the mission. Yeah. At mm-hmm. any cost. What you got, Chris? No, I was going to say Hangman was like, just he even had the smug look, you know what I mean? So they yeah, cast it, they definitely. cast him well. I give him that, but I, I couldn't say Yeah. And then you have Rooster who he's he's playing it by the book, playing it too slow. And then Tom's on all of them, like, man, they not, you know, they're they're not ready for what was really about to happen. What did y'all think about this scene of them trying to do the actual mission? I thought it was actually pretty cool and them going through similar situations that they would go to once you know on the mission because at one point the plane is going through and then it hits one of the uh, mountains yeah. that is on the um course that they need to take do y'all think y'all would have been able to survive this mission and how much training they had i don't know but look so in so just being realistically they are in a i mean they're the top of their class so right. it's a possible if i was top of my class it's a possibility i would try it you know what i'm saying they they put them in there because they're they're, they're, the, they're the elite month elite Chris. bunch all right so jason said he about to risk it chris you <laughs> you taking this on no nah, jason can have it no I'm, I'm not gonna lie i even if i'm at the top of my class well, let me not say that because my confidence could have me like, okay, I got this. But when I was seeing... Right, because I'm sitting here like, when I was looking at them, I said, my ass would hit a mountain on accident. But then I'm just like... <laughs> Jason, you, I mean, I was just sitting here like, you make the, the wrong turn too smooth, like, you out of <laughs> here. But, I mean, I guess if I'm at the top of my class, yeah, i probably handle it. But jazz today... Oh shit! <laughs> hey, Chris, that mountain get me out of here. <laughs> and then, like I said, within this, you know, uh, within this scenario, they do have the little. They have a little tussle between Goose and not Goose. It's, um, it's Rooster. Hangman and Rooster. Like Hangman and Rooster. Too much shit. Yeah, but he, you know, he does find out. He figures. He figures out what the tension was between Maverick. In a rooster, he he finds out that Goose was in the class, uh, or they were they were buddies in the actual class together. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, Goose, he well, he know he got killed, and he kind of uses that in this argument with mm-hmm. you know with Rooster, which is kind of you know super messed up. Um, just going in there, and then we can we find out the real reason Rooster has um, an issue with Maverick. What did y'all? How did y'all feel about this scene between Maverick and uh, and Rooster? I thought it was interesting that all the other students peeped it too. 
because even though you had the like the the plane and everything going around, they knew something was up. And then even with Rooster, he still respected Maverick, but he was just kind of like, I'm not rocking with you right now. So it was emotional. I understand Maverick's uh, side of it, which is that yeah, that's a traumatic thing to do, and you don't want that to happen to him. But um, I thought it was well done. I thought it was good character development for both of them too, like moving forward to see what we mm-hmm. eventually got. So I thought that, you know, in in totality of actually what we saw, I thought it was a real dose scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree because before we even found out what Maverick's reasoning was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I didn't see the first one, but just going off of what I've seen in the movie already, I didn't think his character was the type of character to block opportunities from somebody. Right. Unless he had like serious justification right. to do that. And so as soon as we got more of a um, more clearer picture, we just like, okay, I can understand the situation that he was put in. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it was, it's unfortunate because either you don't say nothing and they hate you for what you did, or you try to protect them or just be upfront, but then they could have resentment for that parent who asked you to, Mm -hmm. you know, do this. So it was tough. Yeah, this movie this movie was super well written. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of different it go, you know, has the comedy, the comedic comedic timing, um, the action in this movie, and of course we're going into one of the, the more emotional scenes. Uh is when, you know, Mav when he gets in trouble again, of course. Uh he gets he gets a message from uh Val Kimmer's character, mm-hmm. uh Iceman. Um in the movie, original movie, Iceman and um, in Maverick, they're basically Hangman and Rooster in that original movie. They always butted heads. I believe they actually came to blows in that in that movie. Uh, Iceman was the better fly. But he beat he, Iceman beat him out in class. Actually, oh, okay. beat him out in the actual class. But Tom was the better. I mean, I mean, so on paper, I, I don't know how you say who's better. You know, numbers are better here. But if if you're talking about an actual somebody that's, that's shifting the way stuff is supposed to go, it would have been Tom's character. Um, so I did find out as I was going, like I said, I super extensive research with this movie here. <laughs> uh, Val Kimmer cannot speak. Right. Uh, Val Kimmer, he has throat cancer. Are so, you talking about the actor or Ice? Yes, the actor. Are you oh, snap, for real? Yeah, he has, he has throat cancer, so he cannot speak at all. His son... That's his son voice that we hear in the movie. It's um, it's a it's a computer it's a it's a it's a computerized mixed message of Val Kimmer's voice of just from past thing works and things like that, as well as his son voice who sounds just like him. So that's where there there's a, a tw- 2021 movie where it kind of 2017 he he announced to the people he has throat cancer. 2021 there's a documentary you can watch on Amazon where he he's explaining it. So him doing the typing and stuff that that was actually real. That wasn't a, and Tom fought to get him in this movie. Um, so that's wow. and that's how they how he brought him in. There. Whoa! So that's yeah. crazy because that makes the scene like better. Like you know what I mean? It make, like it, it, was, it, make, it makes it hit. Yeah, it was emotional, you know, like in the context of the movie, but knowing that it really, I had no idea about that. Wow. Yeah. Dad, did you know that prior to watching the film? I didn't. I thought, I'm like, I'm just thinking it's just acting. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's acting. So it's it's me after just doing, just going in and looking, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I I really didn't know that. Wow. So, yeah. So he fought for him to be in this movie, which, like I said, I didn't know. They actually filmed this in 20, 2018, um, and they finished it 
in 2019. So it was a year after he had just got diagnosed with with his actual with, with the actual throat cancer. So wow. yeah, that was that was dope. And they they didn't want to push it during COVID, so that's why they held it for two years. Wow, with, that that makes that scene hit a lot. It does. Because it's almost like Jason just said, you know, Tom push it for Val Kilmer to be in this movie. That's like an extra emotional, like their chemistry, you know, that they had. Because it was like a mutual respect, right. you know, between um, Iceman and Maverick. So like having that in real life is just deeper. Wow, that's, yeah, that that, that, sh that shocked me. Jason dropped Man, the bomb on us with that one. If you would have <laughs> told me that before I watched this, I would have been in so many tears. I feel like I'm going to tear up right now. It was a it was a moment. It was a moment, like I said, just looking at in the way Tom delivered the lines he had, because he like he said it's not it's and it's the thing of the man, like he said, he's not really speaking, so it's it's not him and you're just sitting there mm -hmm. with somebody that you're not speaking to and you're speaking to what they're actually putting and it's everything that he's saying in the emotional impact of what Tom's saying is is super dope. But wow. of course with this you have to go into something that that's not as not as pressing, not as hard, jazz, because I know this is what you're into. This is an iconic for the original movie. In the original, they were playing volleyball. In this one, they're playing offense, defense, football on the beach. And Jay Ellis, Jay Ellis said they lost all the argan oil, the coconut oil, the baby oil. They probably lost it in San Diego that weekend. How did you, what were you feeling? What did you think about this scene? Cause it's, I mean, it's only one one black man, but how, how did you feel about this scene on the beach? Every time I see him, I think of Lawrence. And then I think I'm not looking at Issa's man. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on that Val Kilmer news. like. That's so crazy to me. Um, no, nah, I I really enjoyed this scene for the simple fact that having a group of friends on the beach playing flag football is it's all my things to like do with a group of friends, but folks don't know how to get together. But anyway, so I thought that was dope. And then um, you see Tom out there and him and Rooster are actually getting along. Yeah. Like Rooster helped him up and it was just, it kind of caught Tom off guard, but just to see them tonight they're not training but they're actually coming together because realistically this assignment that they are working on is mm -hmm. life and death right the person beside you is your brother slash sister so it's like y'all have to be there for mm -hmm. each other whoever gets picked mm -hmm. so you don't have to train all the time we have to get to know each other and be closer um and so i i, I thought this this scene was like really um it was really positive, but then normally when you have movies that bring those positive scenes, they trying to set you up for something to happen later. The emotional, you just the emotional connect. You just, the just gut punch. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. so y'all gonna thrones me. Okay, that's what's <laughs> Look how thrones is jaded jazz. <laughs> She's super jaded. She tried to uh, try to prepare herself for these situations. Yeah. But, right. But yeah. <laughs> I, let me give me five minutes to process that Val Kilmer news. Like <laughs> Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> Nah. I, do apologize, I do apologize, but you know that is that that it, it's a real thing. Chris, what you was about to say? It's not like you did it. Yeah, no, I was saying uh, I agree with Jazz and how it was very positive and like you know the scene bonded and even when uh, John Ham's character came up um, mm -hmm. and he was you know trying to get on Tom like oh get on Maverick rather he was like why are they playing you know football he's like well you wanted them to be a team and I really liked that you know it showed his wisdom because like you said before in the in the previous movie I haven't seen it but he was a high head. So he was hangman, know, but he, he was hangman in the first movie, basically. 
see so he's learned from that he's he's got experience he's you know he's teaching the younger people and he knows different ways that he has to do um in order to bring the group together like jazz said they're they're brothers they're a team so i really like that scene um as well just you know him knowing what to do and how to get everybody on one accord i thought it was dope yeah no it was super dope and he um of course penny they're at, on, on, the, on the outside of penny's bar him and penny they go back to the house you know they do do a little razzle dazzle uh in the she band left she let she she left the door another i'm glad you mentioned it i didn't catch that that's a callback to the first movie um charlie he was speaking with charlie she wouldn't let him in the first time so the next time he came back to the house as she's leaving as he's about to leave on his motorcycle she leaves the door open he's like oh it's the the green light so oh okay she, so she lets him in they're talking and this one we kind of get that 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 another emotion what what happened I'm just thinking about jazz. like all the buzz that probably went in while she just kept <laughs> the door wide open. <laughs> I, like it's stuff like that that goes through my mind because I'll just be like, "Walk with me, park your uh motorcycle right here. Come on, walk with me through the door." <laughs> I'm not keeping my door open for you. Letting the AC out. That's but growing up in a black household. <laughs> what you just thinking about? That's exactly what you be letting my air out, boy. Exactly. <laughs> Jason, you understand, especially being raised in the South. <laughs> you let Nama air out. So in here, like, so we have another emotional scene. Um, they're sitting, they're talking, and we find out the real reason Tom pulled Rooster's papers is because his mom. Um, his mom was played by Meg Ryan in the original movie. Chris, you know who that is? Yeah, I'm familiar with Meg Ryan. Hey, Miss Sally. Can we not bring her up? <laughs> Can we not bring up the forbidden one? That's Voldemort in this podcast. We're not gonna talk about her. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about her. <laughs> Shout out to Meg Ryan, though. I guess. Jason is dying. Because Jason actually Voldemort. likes Helen. He loves Helen Hunt. So I'm just like, all right. Man. <laughs> The question is, why did you hate Helen Hunt? I don't hate her. I'm just like, it's the next movie, Helen Hunt. The next movie that 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 matters that Helen Hunt is in that's good. We die. We got to talk about it. Okay, so they serious got, question. They got to be Chris. They got to be Chris Lincoln. <laughs> no, no. Seriously, is she like an A list? Like, is she like big time, or is she just like a? In Back the 90s, in the day, she was. Yeah. Yeah. In the nineties, she was that. She was. She was. That's who she was. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. But in the course in the midst of this, I mean, I I've had this scenario happen. Um, I don't know about you, Chris. I don't, I don't know about you, Jazz. But the kid comes home <laughs> in the midst. Of <laughs> what do you Why mean would... you don't know? You we don't have kids. Yeah, I don't have. So y'all don't have children, but y'all may have been with somebody that has a kid. That could have been a nephew. It could have been a little bit of cousin. But somebody comes home and it startles you. Jen's like, wait. <laughs> She's like, now that you say that. Yo, Chris, so while we, so we here, have any of you ever had to leave a window in a scenario? No. Shout out the balconies. That's bars. <laughs> no. Wait, Chris, shout out to balconies? Have you had to leave through a balcony? No, I'm not jumping down there. You better get whatever situation straight. Nah, I'm no. Luckily, I haven't had the experience. So you hide in the closet? Huh? Nothing. If I had to, no, that's too easy. I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding in the closet. When I was in high school, (laughs) I was a I was bigger, definitely bigger. 
Um, we went to go see these young young women. Uh, so to have have a nice time, about to have a good time. Me and my Why cousin. You, you tried to make put, it so innocent. <laughs> like you know, it was. It, it was. It was innocent. It was oh. innocent. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we pull up to the house. You know, my cousin like, you ready? I'm like, yeah. We could do this. We could hang out with some girls. Like, we could kick it. We go to the house. Their parents are home. <clears throat> they open the window. It's like there's no way in hell I can fit through that window. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way I I, I can't can can you send one of them outside? And we can just sit. In, we can, we can hang out in the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be another way, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I lost. I, I lost that night. I just sat in the car and waited for them to, to finish hanging out. So yeah, yeah, that, that that was my only. I've never had a scenario where I had to try to run out of a out of a place, but I've definitely got stuck trying to get in one, so I I didn't go in. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's wild. Never experienced anything like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as you look at Jazz, she's thinking. Wait, she's thinking. Hold on. Out a window, no. Dun, the garage door, but that's on the first floor, so that's not like a dangerous situation. You, you, you try to go out the doggy door? I didn't try to go out anywhere. Jazz okay. wasn't leaving nowhere. It was uh, it's time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck I look? <laughs> Jason, stop. You know me better than that. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're having some scream moments for real. That's exactly but, what I thought hey. of. Scream. <laughs> Be like, Tatum? Did it all wrong. <laughs> that was Man. such a cliche '90s thing that just like why? Why the dog? Everybody was just like, "Why would you do that? Like, why?" But no, it was funny I, though. I don't know what Wes had going on, but I mean, it was a moment. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but uh, as Tom, he as he's leaving out the actual window, nice little funny scene. He's trying to leave out, and unfortunately, the daughter is right there. Yeah. Just the timing of the world. And she, you know, she gives, what you gonna say, Jay? I don't know why they try to play her like she's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she saw his motorcycle. Like, yeah. you think Tom hit his motorcycle? He probably parked it in the driveway. So she probably saw it was like, I know where mom sneak out all her hoes. Let me go to the <laughs> side window. And she see Tom just jump out. And she was just like, yeah, just don't break her heart. Which I also felt like, damn, he must have really broke her heart in the first movie. So, like, the whole time I'm thinking, he must have been a really terrible dude that was, she was dating. But I remember, Jason, you mentioned uh, it was a different love interest. Yeah, it was a difference. I, I, so it, I mean, so in between those 34 years, 36 years of them making the actual movie, I'm assuming it was just more of a, um, I mean, so within that time period, I'm pretty sure they had some relationships. And as he was telling you the things that he was doing, he just kept getting sent out in different places. I'm pretty sure they, they weren't. Cause you know, you know, I mean that. Well, typically, those military loves, from what I hear, they don't, they don't, they, they don't really last because the person keeps going on these different tours until they get, I guess, married, and then they can pull them with them. But he's, you know, he's, he's all, he's all. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the same but that's funny. Jazz, as soon as you said married, like Jazz reaction, she was just like, oh, that's yeah. She went, throw up. I was just thinking, like, to get pulled, dragged everywhere. I was just, oh, her <laughs> mind is just, she's just, uh, <laughs> <this woman. laughs> I didn't even go there, Chris. See I know. Uh huh. Sure. So we, so we find out that there's a, 
raw uranium being delivered. So this, unfortunately, is going to have to push their their mission up a week. Um, and like I said, they're going to be flying F-18s for this actual mention. Um, and Tom pretty much said, hey, we're going to have to go Mach 9 in order for this to, you know, in order for this to actually work the right way. So they're doing the actual, they're going through a, um, a training, um, actual training mission. And as they're actually running it, um, I think it's Phoenix, Phoenix and Bob are actually running it. And as they're actually doing it, you see Tom, he jets into the actual situation. Like, wait, what is he doing out here? He's like, this is, a, I'm doing like a real life scenario because mm -hmm. you, you may not be out here by yourself, mm -hmm. which we do see in that, in that last scene, mm -hmm. some people actually do show up. So I'm giving you real life, I'm giving you a real life crash course, unfortunately. And uh, as they're actually running the actual scene, they're trying to, they, well, Bob is on, he couldn't mark, he couldn't mark the site um, on the actual ground. Coyote tries to shoot it. He misses as he's trying to do this. And unfortunately, like you, you were talking about, Chris, uh, Coyote's trying to make it out of the actual place that he yeah. begins to pass out. What do you yeah. think about, what do you think about this scene here? <clears throat> I thought that was the scene. I thought he was going to be the one to go. So like we talked about the um, football scene where it was just like everybody getting, you know, happy and everything and it's setting it up. That's what I thought was going to happen, but luckily it didn't happen. But it's just even like when uh, Tom was telling him, like, you're going to have that, you know, that pressure when you're doing it, how intense it is. It makes uh -huh. sense. And that's why, like, you know, I really I really like the way he was teaching him. And, you know, it's evident from when he threw out the book. He's like going, we're not going by the book, we're going by real world scenarios. Cause this, like everything in the book may not happen when you're actually doing it in real life. So I thought it was really cool, but yeah, I thought he was out of here. I was, I was like, oh no. <laughs> that, was, that was definitely one of those scenes where you were kind of like on the edge of your seat. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this movie had a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. But now nah, this scene, I was just, I thought the same thing. Cause I was just like, Damn, so we got one not making it through uh camp, like mm -hmm. or through training. So I was scared for his life. But the way that Maverick was able to get him through that. Mm -hmm. I, I, was, like, I, was, I was I was wondering if y'all caught that he had to put his he had to basically right. act as if he was gonna shoot him in order exactly. for that to cut it. Just just to him to like be um alert. Right. And so which saved his life. Because I yeah. feel like somebody who doesn't know experience in that field, mm -hmm. they don't know to do that. Mm -hmm. So just for him to do that, that you see that experience, <laughs> it's essential. Because yeah. somebody could know the all the pages of the textbook and not know how it is in the field. Exactly. Real, life, real life work. Real life exactly. experience. Exactly. Right. That's why. Talk yeah, that. So, Talk that, Jay. Talk that. I mean. But this, ain't the, but this ain't the only one. So we go and we get your girl, Jazz. We got Phoenix. <clears throat> We have Phoenix, uh, Phoenix and Bob. <clears throat> they lose. They as as Phoenix and Bob and uh, and Maverick are actually flying off. They get hit by. They get like I can't think. Of, like, I can't think of what they bird strike. There's a bird strike. Mm -hmm. Basically, a bird gets stuck in the engine and it blows. One of her actually in one of her one of her actual engines. How did y'all? What did y'all feel about this? This one is more of a. This one more. This one felt more like a parallel between what happened with. Uh, with Goose and Maverick, what did y'all think about this this scene? Because this is this is boom boom in this scenario. Yeah, another scene where I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh, so <laughs> they really about to die, right? That's what it seems like. Yeah, I'm just sitting here like, and it, those scenes happen back to back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, so, uh, it was it was same scene actually. 
Right. So when you see something like that, you just like, okay, you let the first guy survive. So that means these two about to die. Dang. And yeah. so, and it's not even as if they became unconscious <clears throat> and was about to crash. They like their uh, plane is on fire. Yeah, they had to there. eject to where mm -hmm. it was it escalated to where the first situation was and gave you more. And then you just sit here like, how are you about to kill both of them? But then luckily they survived. So yeah. it was, I was like, uh, oh, okay. They they still alive. But I was just like, damn, y'all got me on an emotional roller coaster right now with all of this, this yeah. stuff happening. Yeah, they had they had they, they had they, they had their cues. They had their cues on point um, in this actual movie. And then, of course, you know we get going more into the actual uh, like not necessarily the climax of the movie because we're still in that the second act um, here. Uh, but we finally have that confrontation that we I guess kind of anticipated was going to happen at some point uh, between Rooster and Math, and they actually have they have this actual this conversation. What did y'all feel about what? What he told, what Maverick told Rooster in this situation here. Oh no, Chris, you got it. Um, what did he say? Um, so, <laughs> so excuse me. So, in this, he you know he was trying to figure out why he was trying to figure out why he got pulled. Like, what mm -hmm. what was the what was the what was the reason? What was the thing? And he was telling them, "Hey, you're not ready for this. Like, you're not ready. You get up there and you're trying to go by the book." You're trying to think about what's happening in this situation, thinking. and you have to stop. You have yeah, to just let that go. I mean, mm -hmm. it was a really good callback. Sorry to cut you off, Chris. But mm -hmm. when Maverick and Rooster was out there on the plane, when they did the scene that you see as my background to where um, Maverick was over him, mm -hmm. like Rooster had an opportunity to shoot Maverick, but he said, I'm too low. So you thinking too much? and not taking opportunities to where you hesitate yeah but when you were in those assignments in those situations you don't have time to hesitate and which mm -hmm. is what um hangman kept pushing on rooster he says same rooster he's just like you were so by the book you're so conservative mm -hmm. you just the hesitation could get you killed yeah so. and, and i said that uh too because like you said he's just so by the book and Tom has, uh, excuse me, Maverick has a different level of protection for him because of what happened to his dad. So like he knows that he has that situation as well. Uh, even with him being by the book and overthinking, it's tough because you want him to get it right so bad, but he's just strictly by the book, he's overthinking, but then at the same time, you don't want him to be reckless. So it's like that that happy medium that he's trying to get him to understand. And that was just a, it was just a tough situation for Maverick. For him. It was, it was, but of course, like I said, it it, it just keeps escalating. Um, in this scenario, and uh, Iceman passes away. We find out that Iceman passes away. Of course, Maverick, he's at the actual situation. I'm not the situation. He's at the actual funeral. You know, everybody's there <clears throat> celebrating the life um, of Iceman, and unfortunately, Lieutenant Bowie kind of uses this as a, a scenario to kind of like give him, I guess, bereavement time or whatever it is, he wants to try to kick him out yeah, of the actual, nice. kick him out of the actual program and run it the way he felt it should have been ran in the beginning, which, like, they, the kids knew. Everybody was calling out of it. was like, man, we're going to be sitting ducks in this situation. Like, this isn't this isn't what I would have been doing, which, which I have handled this or done something differently. And this, if y'all were the, the, uh, the, 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 the Top Gun tra tra trainees, which I have handled this differently. I mean, I feel like when a higher level is giving you instructions, right. 
the training that gets you to where you are trains you to follow the instruction of the person that's hired that's in charge mm -hmm. so if i was in that situation i mean you can't say no we're not doing it right like you're not you haven't trained for years and invested your entire like this is your future to disobey so probably would have done the exact same thing that they would have done i mean but i think the way that maverick handled that was amazing well, actually, how did y'all feel about that scene um, when Maverick, he basically went in there. He gave them two minutes and 30 seconds, but he was like, now nah, we're going to do 215. Um, what did you feel about that? How do you feel about that scene, Jeff? I thought that scene was dope. And I thought it also let, um, who was the dude, what's the dude that hated Maverick? Lieutenant Bo. Uh, Lieutenant Bo. Mm-hmm. Bo. So it made him look <laughs> stupid in front of the um the other pilots. Mm -hmm. So when you have something like that happen in front of you, you can't sit up here and say, oh, we're going to give you four minutes. But the person that has the most experience, the most training, the person you actually had leading us said 2.15. And we know for a fact, because he started out with 2.30, right, Jason? Yeah, 2.30 was the original. 2.30 to get us that could save us. Somebody add an extra two minutes onto it, and you know that you're sitting ducks. In my mind, I would have thought this is a suicide mission. Like realistically, if I was a pilot, it's just we got too much time to be out there for us to complete this mission and for us to actually be able to come home. So I feel like Lieutenant Bob. Uh, Lieutenant, well, you can call him Cyclone because that was his. That's Cyclone. his call name. That's his call name. But, I mean, Cyclone looks stupid, but uh, <laughs> he he didn't have no choice. Like Maverick made him look foolish. And Maverick did that in a yeah. really good time. So, yeah. Um, and then you know he, you know they they pulled Maverick into the office again. You know, hothead, and he said, you know, you 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 stolen million million dollar piece of equipment um, in here, and I don't know, you know, whether to have you arrested, brought up on charges, or have you lead the lead the actual team, which goes back to what Iceman was telling him. He said, I didn't know whether he said, you need, it's time to let it go. Mm -hmm. And he said, I, I just don't know how because it's not what I am, it, it, it's who I am. Right. And like I said, that and that just go, you know, go into that. And they appoint him as a, a as an actual a pilot, the leader of the actual crew. Cause, you know, that's, that's you know, pretty much what he wanted to do anyway. Uh, we should either say something, Chris. No, I'm listening. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and then he, he picks his team. What did y'all, what, what did I think about the team that he actually put together? Um, I said, damn, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we got, what you, what you say, Chris? No, go ahead. She, he almost passed out. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, everybody, did out. everybody almost did, technically. Mm -hmm. um, in that scenario. Uh, he so did, made a cut. He did. Got payback and fame. Got payback and fame, boy. Um, you got Phoenix and Bob, uh, <laughs> and then he, you know, of course, he picked Rooster as his wingman. Of course, kind of, kind of leaving Hangman left behind. Hmm. Do, do you think, <laughs> Jason? <laughs> Jason, we here. <laughs> no, uh, so who who would y'all have picked? Um, I mean, the same people that Maverick picked. Realistically, I would have definitely picked. Uh, I probably would have picked Hangman before I pick Rooster. Just being real. Chris, what about you? Why would you, Hangman? Why Hangman over Rooster? Just because he was so bad at book. Rooster, his Rooster hadn't proven himself yet. His hesitation would have got you killed. That would have been, yeah. Um, 
Bob would have been my biggest, like, I don't but know. Bob was a backseat though. Right. No, I'm saying like, I'm not, I'm not mad at it, especially when you have Phoenix. So you sort of have to have that. Right. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if I would have picked Hangman because Hangman seemed like he would not, not leave you hanging. Oh. No, he would have left you hanging. <laughs> <He would've... laughs> I tried to, <laughs> tried I tried to, to get, get away from the first... yeah. <laughs> Hey man. Ran right um, into it, brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I still would have picked Rooster. Just if I had to choose between Rooster and Hangman, I would have mm. had to do Rooster. I mean, it, was, it was a nice character character development here we, as we go into the third act of the actual movie. So how y'all how y'all feel about this this third act as we going through this? This this is definitely with with as shout out to what's name Vivian Green an emotional roller coaster because I definitely was like man hold up every every scene that was happening here yeah. I was like man hold up. That was a fire song, Jason. <laughs> I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here replaying. I'm like, damn, I haven't heard Vivian Green in a while. She had a tonight. I gotta, I gotta get back to it. She gotta yeah, look at me. Look, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. But. Jason's so happy. <laughs> He's so glad we like this movie. <laughs> Jason loved this movie. He do. <laughs> I did. I did, man. So you know, we have everybody. Like it's like like Jazz said, we kind of have these little different emotional send-offs that we're having in this scenario here because everybody is trying. You know, we have Rooster trying to thank Mav for pick, for picking him. We have Mav thanking Hundo. You know, we're looking at man, and that's typically you know, in that situation is kind of playing with both of them because everybody has had a near death experience except these two in this actual movie. Um, so the mission begins. You know, they run, they begin to run the mission. They form their uh, they send the tomahawks, which are the the the, air, the the actual bombs they send first to hit the actual land, landing strip to keep people from being able to take off as they're actually proceeding. And of course, they have to stay below the hard deck, which is 100 feet, so that keeps their tomahawks from shooting down at them as they as they get to take off. Because once you're in the air, that's you're like that's the sitting duck situation. You just have to be able to watch out uh, for that actual for that. Tom, Tom, and Tom, Bob. In Phoenix, they're doing their, you know, they're 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 coasting through this actual thing. There's no issues, no problems with them as they're going through. But then, unfortunately, you got payback, payback. Rooster, Rooster is, you know, he he's going too slow yeah. in the actual situation, and he does the same thing Tom does pretty often. And before he takes off, he always did it when he was alive. He actually said, "Hey, Goose, talk to me, talk to me, Goose. What I need to do?" Because that that was who y'all. That's the only person he actually trusted. Oh, okay. And so he, you know, he said, talk to me, Dad. What I need to do, what I need to do. And he finally, he finally, again, I got to say man up, but he he takes the situation into his own hands and he stops thinking, you know, as they go. And he said, you know, miracle number one, you know, Tom, uh, Maverick, he hits the actual spot. They boom, he's out and they're going and they have this dog fight with the, like I said, the actual missiles being shot at them as they're in the actual air. And unfortunately, payback, when, uh, not, yeah, when payback, uh, payback and fanboy go, Fanboy can't get his laser. He can't. He can't. He can't level the actual place for him to shoot it. And magically, Rooster, I guess, is a great shot. He should. <laughs> Jason, do not say magically. He is just that skilled. Don't you do that to him? <laughs> he does it with the. He does it with. The, he does it with the with the level eye. He's able to just shoot shoot the actual hole. He hits it. 
And like the entire time they're trying to they're trying to watch out for these actual tomahawks that shooting Flynn. How did y'all feel about this this scene that they're trying to get away from these these tomahawks as they trying to shoot them out the sky? They're doing all these evasive maneuvers, countermeasures, barrel rolls. That's what it is. <laughs> Does Jazz know what the barrel roll is? You know what the barrel roll? Jazz knows what the barrel roll is. I was hoping so. Yeah. Um yeah. It was good. Like Jazz said, the action scenes were really dope. It kept you on the edge of your seat because we already had two fake outs. So I'm just kind of, I'm a little, yeah. I'm with you. I'm waiting for somebody to die. I'm waiting for somebody to be blown out the air. Not that I want it to happen, but I'm waiting for it to happen. Because the way they did it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I was just like, okay, what's, who, who is it going to be? Yeah, and, and Jason may have mentioned earlier when he thought Tom, was, I mean, Maverick was going to be, you know, gone at the beginning. I thought mm-hmm. I thought this was what was gonna happen, and I was just like, I, I, it, in it, like, okay, so in the, I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to go into that group. So they make it to Coffin's Corner. So this is where they're just pretty much having to have a dog fight throughout the entire situation. Yeah, they're watching out, and like I said, because of this, there was like you said, Chris, in the in the training when Tom pulled up on them to say, hey, this may be a real life situation. You know, you may not just be down there by yourself. The two bulkies they were actually flying over. They mm-hmm. came to do when it's a defensive measure. So they're in the actual air having to take them out. Tom takes out, I think Tom took out both of them, right? If I'm not mistaken. I believe Maverick took out both. Uh no, he took out, I think he took out one. Somebody else took out the other one. Aster in the in Aster in the air, but as the other one is about to fire, roosters can roosters flares are out. And at this point, this is when Maverick, he, he pretty much sacrifices himself to keep Rooster alive mm. um, in there. Um, so we know he didn't, we know he didn't pass, right? We know he didn't die. Do y'all think he should have? So I'll only say no, because I feel like it was expected. You know what I mean? Like if this movie was 30 years after the original and it doesn't, I mean, 30 years between sequels is like, that's not common. And it almost could see like a passing of the torch type where they do, um, I get, you know, maybe Rooster is the new, you know, Maverick, like something like that. So it was expected. So, like a prequel or a requel? This well, is, the, next, this, the next movie will be a requel? No, this is the requel here, Jazz. I try to How? avoid, I try to avoid that word. It is. I mean, so, I mean, I, and I, and I, and I purposely didn't say it. I purposely wasn't so, gonna say it. This I'm, would be. I'm a curious, Jason. How would this one be the requel and not a sequel? But how come if they were to make another one with bringing back Rooster, if Maverick dies, why wouldn't that one be at the requel? So the requel is. I mean, it's it's like you can't. So you. It's not a. It's not a direct. See. I mean. So. I mean. So I mean. T- technically, I think this this would be closest to a sequel more so. Because it, it's 34 years and it's just it's introducing you to a lot of new people, right. and it's not all legacy people in this. It's only two, two or three, le- well, like two or three legacy people, and only one, and the other ones have died. It's just Tom and a lot of new, new faces. So it's not completely different, but it is a, it is a different story, different setting, different, you know, within this, within within that sense. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing, I'm not, well, not arguing, but I'm not mad at either situation. But I would consider it a weak one. A requel, more so. I mean, I know, you know, if you're looking at Scream, of course, it's a new main character in that right. situation. So that's, I mean, that's what I would go. Uh, that's what I mean. That's what I would go in there. So even with Tom, I mean, this is still about Tom, but it's more so about the story of Rooster. Right. I feel yeah. like 
personal right. purposes to me. So it could be a situation of passing the choice. So if he would have died and given it to him, I mean, I feel like that would have been a nice, a nice send off uh, for him in that. Yeah. But of course, Tom's not dead. I thought he was dead. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw his plane get shot up, shot out of the sky. My eyes watered up a little bit, but I was cutting onions at the same time. Oh, how convenient. So, <laughs> who knows what this is? Well, she prepared was. dinner and watching the movie. This is good. Yes. Right at the emotional scene, right? Like <laughs> Chris. Hey, I'm I, look, it it's look, life had that those two things set up at the same time. But I was just like, like, damn, I, I didn't see me being this emotional over this character. And I was like, it's got to be these onions, y'all. It's got to be these onions. <laughs> but I was just like, he is out of here. But then I saw how much time was left on the movie. I said 30 minutes. This mug ain't dead. Oh, she, she did. Uh, yeah, she but did. I, no, I did. Because if I was in the movies, yeah, you I would have immediately was just like, y'all really killed his character off? Yeah. So... I wanted them to. I'm not. Me too, Jason. Like uh, that would have been really good to the story. Sorry, Tom. It would have hit. I mean, it would it would have hit differently. But I mean, based on how I mean, so I mean, but it, this happens like two or three more times after this. So, yeah. so we know. T- so, I didn't like the so, second one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see what you mean. So we find out Tom isn't dead. He's on the ground. He's cornered by an actual helicopter. I don't know how he woke up, but he woke up. After being filed to the ground, we're gonna say this plot armor. He, this, this is we back to Jurassic World Dominion. He, he is he is Chris Pratt in this scenario where he's getting shot at by a helicopter. He's running, but of course, this helicopter gets shot at the air by a rooster. Uh, as this is as this is happening, of course, get rooster gets shot out the air now. I said, "What the hell?" <laughs> this okay. This part. I did not like when Rooster came in to save him. I said, I I was clapping. I said, okay, whoo, go save him. Yes, he saved you. You saved him. And then Rooster playing gets shot down. I said, wait a damn minute. <laughs> I was like, so you mean to tell me he risked his life to save you, survive, and then you get shot out the air? But then we come to find out Rooster was able to walk out of his plane, plot mm. armor, because I'm he sick of seeing people. He ejected. He, he was able to eject. Right. I mean, because you, so in this, they, I mean, so, I mean, because it happens like several different times and you know when you're about to be shot. So it's not a thing of, uh, and it kind of play, I mean, so it, it plays into the actual next scene, but I mean, it, that's that's what happens. Uh, I wanted somebody to be hurt. I needed a bone sticking out of somebody's leg. I needed goodness. them to limp. Yes, Chris, oh. I want all of that. <laughs> so I, have you, I mean, so I was, I, I talked to my, like a few of my, like, like, military friends and they were more so like one guy I was like you ever thought about being shot out of a you know he was like I mean Jason I, I sat on the boat if I got shot that's it ain't no more there is no messed up leg messed up arm I'm just dead after they shoot that boat <laughs> that's the end for me same situation for them in, the, in these actual airplanes they get shot if they if they're not quick enough that's it there is no more of them in that you know in that in that actual scene so I so with this they do they go to the en- enemy territory. I don't know how they. I mean, I guess because they they shot this en- enemy territory up. And fortunately, there was an F-14 sitting on the runway, which is what you have in your background, Jazz. That's what they were flying in the original movie. And like they're in, 
in this one, they're, they're in the Gen 5. They're in Gen 5 fighter planes. So they're trying to fly this actual plane in some kind of way. They actually get this off the, the, the taxiway, which isn't they, a real runaway. They were able to walk to run to it. But I will say, so, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to give too much grief to this scene because literally there was smoke everywhere. People was in, like, it was, it was a chaotic right. situation. So I was mm -hmm. just like, I can see how the opposite side could just run through because nobody's thinking to themselves, maybe the people that literally just shot down our area is on the ground, walk like running around. Like <laughs> nobody's thinking that. I mean, I wouldn't think that. So nah. I can understand why they were able to get to this plane. But I was just like, all right. All right, y'all. That, that plot armor is it's, it's not as thick it's as heavy. Jurassic. It's, it's not as thick as heavy. Jurassic World, nah. but it's about like thirty-seven point five percent. It may, it may, yeah, it, it <laughs> is. And, it's, and they get in, they get in the F fourteen. Uh, shockingly, it still works. <laughs> Tom able to fly off with it, <laughs> and they get, they make it into the air. They about to, they, they almost home free. They like it's over with. It's a wrap. They're able to, to send a call sign back to the to the people um, at their actual base at their camp. And as they're doing this, two, two, two tallies, they pull in on them. They got two planes on top of them. How y'all feeling now with these two planes and then this big old ass tank engine <laughs> in the air? I'm just expecting Tom to be out of here. I mean, the whole, like, it just seemed like that's what they were saying. <laughs> they flooded like, with their death. They yeah, definitely they flooded with their death. So I'm like, Maverick out of here, son. <laughs> what you think, Jazz, with, the, with this, with the, the two tallies? I wasn't expecting his reaction to be what it was, but I, I appreciated his reaction because Rooster was just like, so what you going to do? He was just like, he was trying to, it seemed like he was trying to think and be by the book. And Rooster told him like, how would you handle this if I wasn't in the plane? And then mm -hmm. I feel like that's what Maverick was like, okay, let me stop thinking. Let me do what I would normally do because mm -hmm. once you start to be hesitant and get yourself off your own game plan, that's how you can get yourself hurt or killed. Yeah. So Maverick was just like, all right, let me go ahead and play this how I normally would. When he shot the guy to the pilot the first to the one. right, I was just like, okay, I, I'm loving this energy. I was just like, <laughs> so you got one plane out of there and then you were able to dodge the other one. Now the third plane, that's when I was just like, okay, so they're going to eject. Maverick gonna die. And Rooster is gonna tell his story. That's that is. I was just like, that's how it's gonna end. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't end that way. <laughs> so yeah, he tried. I mean, he tried. They, they tried to. They tried to eject, but that the eject wasn't. They didn't have the the parachutes in here, so it was no. There was no ejecting. When he said, moment. when he said, "I'm sorry," was he saying, "I'm sorry that you about to die," or "I'm sorry we're about to die"? I think it was more of a sorry I wasn't able to get you out of this situation type, you know, type thing. That's what that I seems, took from it. That seems more responsible than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that was uh, but that that entire little fight scene when he was doing it with that with the F fourteen because that's that's pretty much how he gained Iceman's respect in the last movie. They were at the end. Oh, they had finished that. their they finished their they finished their mission, and they got two people that pulled up on him, and he caught his caught two bodies i guess so they you know they did the, the fighting um in that scenario <clears throat> and as they're doing it they had no more counter they had no more countermeasures no more bullets in the in the barrel dudes shooting them out the air pretty much over with and of course hangman he finally catches his people and he takes them out he takes that 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 
pilot out the actual sky. He, you know, gives them like they're about to land on an actual airplane, which was super dope. Um, let me see. So, I, <clears throat> what you Jazz? I like that scene. I was just like, thank you for not being a complete asshole the entire yeah. film. Yeah. And coming to save the day. So, y'all think he, yeah. came, he jumped in the plane <clears throat> after leaving January 6th? Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like, he redeemed himself. His character redeemed himself because yeah. he had been waiting for that call to go save him, to go help. And so, I'm glad that he answered that he went. Yeah, Cyclone, he was like, nah, fuck it. They in, they in enemy territory. We can't do nothing for them. We we finished what we need to do. We out of there. Like, that's a wrap. Um, and they made it back, and they were just having a conversation. He was like, I, I, you know, I took another plane down, so that's two. And I was like, yeah, but Maverick took down three. That's he's He has an ace. That's five. So, I, <laughs> it, I you know, I don't know. Um, and then, you know, in that, and of course, uh, we have the, 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 the final scene. They Basically, like at the end of the previous movie, it was Iceman and him. They shook hands. They finally came to an agreement oh, okay. at the end of the actual movie. But this one was Rooster and him coming to <clears throat> that celebratory moment. And of course, he flies off into the sunset with Miss Jennifer Cunley, Miss Penny. And that's the ending of Top Gun. What should I say, Chris? No, I like the ending better that he didn't die because, like you said, he got the 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 callback to the first movie and then he got to have his happy ending with uh, Jennifer Cunley or Penny. So I like it. I was just really, I was just, I was just bracing myself. Yeah, it definitely had that that emotional impact this entire movie, man. But what we're here for wasn't it good though. But how y'all feeling, Chris? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was waiting for Chad. Uh, yeah, it's good. I will say that I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't go into it expecting um, to be okay. So I'm I'm not familiar with topics. So I've heard of it, but I haven't, you know, I'm not really familiar with it. So I didn't go into it expect, I thought it was like overhyped. I was just like, this made a billion dollars, like how? You know, like all that stuff. But it was actually pretty good. And then when you think about like the callbacks and everything from the first movie, and then you had, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who really enjoyed the first one. And then you was able to bridge the gap with the newer um, people as well. I can see why, you know, it did what it did. I thought it was a good story. Um, Tom Cruise, is, he's, he's amazing, especially when you learn that it's, actually practical and not you know like special effects that's sick and then even with the Val Kilmer situation that hit um so it had the action and then like you know we said earlier it has that personal you know that that you know that type of um impact and emotion brought to it so I thought it was really good yeah um I definitely enjoyed it uh I know Jason you saw this a couple of months ago and you told us that the movie was really good I'm not gonna lie I wasn't really excited for this review because I was just like not excited to watch this film but I will say, Jason, this movie was really good. Um, like, <laughs> like, I mean, Jason goes to good tonight. He's so happy. I <laughs> but I will say, I it was a lot better than what I had expected. Um, the acting, the script, the visuals, the storyline, it was really good. Um, so definitely good choice. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, glad we reviewed it. That Val Kilmer. I wish you would have told me that before we review, so then I told I could... you. I'm. I told you. I'm knocking y'all out today with these. Bruh, <laughs> the facts. I, that's, that's that's a good that, punch. That, that, that's like a you. You need to let somebody know facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm. I'm. Yeah. So, no, nah, it was good. Yeah. So, Lincoln Thrones. Lincoln Thrones. Uh, jazz. You want to go with yours first? 
I will. I had a few that because this movie was packed with so much talent. Um, so I had a few written down. I'm gonna switch mine up. I am going to go with Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is Mind Hunters. Uh, with LL Cool J. This movie came out, I believe, in the early 2000s. Amazing film, really dope. Um, so yeah, Mind Hunters. Okay. Who you got, Chris? <clears throat> My Link of Thrones is going to be Mouse Teller. Um, he played in Whiplash, which came out in 2014. A fantastic movie. Um, very intense. It also had uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, you know who I'm talking about. The guy who I'm plays it. <clears throat> yeah, he's in that movie as well. They both did a great job. That's um, one of the best movies I've seen. Um, you said Whiplash? Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. Yep. The German movie. Got yeah. You. Got you. Really good movie. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Glenn Powell. I'm gonna do Glenn Powell. Um, this is this is when they play Hangman. Um, Devotion is out everywhere. Uh, with Kang, we got Devotion with Kang. So yeah, <laughs> definitely go check that out in movies in the theaters. To well today I'm saying in theaters now. So go check that out. Another movie where he's pretty much playing a pilot, but um. Mr. Jonathan Majors has to rescue him. So yeah, check that out. True story. Of course. What else did he play in? Jonathan Majors is always saving someone. Uh, Hidden Figures. The Expendables 3. Maybe it's Hidden Figures that I've seen him. I've just seen him somewhere. He has that face. Did you guys have any ledges? Kill kill, kill Tom Cruise. Oh, man. <laughs> no, nah, I thought um I guess my ledge would be the the fake me out, like the you know, the plot armors and everything. You thought I don't want to say unrealistic because you know, but you would think at a certain point it just became very convenient. But I wouldn't say that was a bad thing. It was just they wrote it that way. Yeah, I think um I definitely if somebody would have died, <laughs> that would have uh I guess made it more realistic like you were saying Chris but I think that's the only thing that I would say was my marriage for this film but I think even with um the character that did die I thought that was enough of an emotional you know punch right there for the film and then it helped move the story forward when he had to um just let go or you need to let go you know when he wrote that on the screen it played into everything at the end so I thought that was a good enough um you know death that it had to be so I'm not mad at that that makes me think everything that included his character, they just wrote that in due to his health condition. Yeah. Bro, my mind is so blown. Yeah, that that's that's sad. It is, man. It yeah. is, but I mean he is living. Um his children are there, like so you can watch a documentary of his life. It's on Amazon <laughs> now. So yeah. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add? Chris, you like he's about to say something. <clears throat> I have a question. So this movie, uh, we did we establish sequel, requel? How did we do that? Like, would I, you consider a sequel? I'm, I'm not I'm not mad at either. I'm not mad at either one. I think I it's mean, like in it's, between. Yes, okay. I mean, so it, it definitely would be, I definitely would think um sequel. Okay, so for the sake of this question, we're gonna say it's a sequel. Jason, you've seen both. Would you say this is better than the first Top Gun? For sure. For sure. Okay, good. It's yes. a cheesy 80s, a cheesy 80s movie. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, any other sequels that you guys would put ahead of the original? 
it doesn't, I don't have any like, you know, specific rules. It could be the second of a third, you know, but just the sequel, not the trilogy, the sequel. You would put better than the first one. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm, uh, the first movie that comes to my mind, I'm going to say um, is The Grudge. The sequel oh, okay. to the uh, original one, the U.S. original one, the sequel was a lot better. The Grudge movie, I think, was terrible. Which one you mean? The one with Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, was terrible. But the one that included her sister going to find her was better. Not the remake. Because, you know, they made it. I think, was it Sam Raimi that did the remake? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, not that one. I don't think I even saw that one. Or if gotcha. I do, I don't remember it. But Gotcha. What about you, Jason? <clears throat> I'm going to throw out three. <clears throat> the third one's going to be controversial. I know. Uh, I know. Okay. Um, of course, Terminator 2. That's definitely way better than Terminator. Um, Rush Hour 2. That's definitely better than Rush Hour. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I, I It ain't. Don't say definitely like that. It ain't easy, but I'm not mad at that. Next Friday is better than Friday. No. 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 That's why you got up. Because no. <laughs> he knows it's not. No. If you go, Next no. Friday is better than Friday. No. Jason, sit down. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> next Friday is better. It than might Friday. be funnier. It's not better because yeah. I feel like the first Friday touched on. It wasn't a trying to pull like all comedic elements. Like it was trying to have some um, tough moments and comedic moments, like serious moments, mm -hmm. which none of the Fridays brought that in. They were just like full on comedies. So like, no, there's no way like. Day Day was funnier than Chris Tucker. Like Smokey. I didn't. I didn't say that. I no, I'm just, that. no, no, you didn't. Next I'm Friday, just saying that. Just in Friday. case if somebody is just like, oh, Day Day is better than Chris. No, Jazz is cutting net right there. We're gonna put that. We're gonna put that out. We're gonna put that energy out there. I can't wait to just. I can't wait to to share that. Next Chris, Friday. What, what, what do you think? Let's, Chris, <laughs> stand on a hill right now. What move? What movie do you? What, what's your? What's your? What's your sequel better than original? The Ooh. obvious. Home Alone Two. Home Alone 2 is also better than Home Alone. That's, That's facts. That's facts. Um, the obvious one, The Dark Knight is better than Batman Begins, in my opinion. I don't think that's... Yeah, that's not right controversial. Um, Bad Boys 2 is better than Bad Boys 1, in my opinion. Easily. I'm going to go with that. Um, I would say that Spider-Man 2 is better than Spider-Man 1. The Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man 2 is better. And... Uh, it is a lot of superhero movies. X Men Two is better than the original X Men. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, I can like say, she... No, I can say like Cap Winter Soldier is better than the first Cap. Easily. Okay, so she's right, but Jazz's <laughs> <laughs> reasoning for saying is because so her feeling with Phase One, so. Nah, since we since we here, where is here, Jason? What you mean in the what? podcast? No, I mean no. You know, you know, like, you know, you know. I'm going. You I think feel you know like it? it's a marble road that you' about to go down. Black Panther or Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Which one? It's cool. We 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 can wait. We can wait for that one. <laughs> we can wait for that one. I mean, we we did just review it, so I was just gonna ask you what you what your thought, what your opinion was. We gonna scoop past them. Yeah, All right. scoop, scoop I love, I love y'all. We gonna roll past it. You gonna close, you gonna close, close this out, close this out, sister. 
<laughs> I, I will close this out, but I will say I want to add Back to the Future 2 was better than the first Back to the Future. Back to the Future 2. <clears throat> when they went to the future. That's when and, they were, he, he was trying to bet on, bet on the game. He told it yes, not to. Yes. Okay. And then 3 was when he was at the. the that was the, when they went to the West. So they okay. basically went full on to the past. Okay. Which one was when they was, um, was one when he was, his mom was trying to get with him? Yes. That was part okay. one. That's okay. one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Back I'm to the mad. Future. I'm not mad at that. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm assuming there is nothing else you guys want to add. Your nah, smile. That was it. I just wanted to get clarification on the sequel question so I could just, um, you know, the sequel, whatever this was. So I could that was just. A nice, that was a nice, nice transition there, Chris. I appreciate it, though. It was. That was really good. Um, but again, thank you to everybody that listens, supports, uh, comments, uh, chats with us when we uh, do our premieres for our YouTube. Uh, for episodes shout out to everybody that uh joined our chat community and that engages um oh phone ringing uh so <laughs> this oh is, is that so <laughs> <laughs> look at that <laughs> relax chris you you're doing the most um but this is the ones that get though podcast i am one of your hosts i am jazz joined with chris and they can't hear, they can't see that if they listen to Chris. Oh, sign, sign language, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> and, and I am joined. We are joined with Jason. Peace out. Appreciate okay. y'all. Yes, we do. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, enjoyed our November collection. I think we did pretty good this past month, gentlemen. Um, we got some Christmas movie requests, so we'll see how that goes. But we got to do some shows because it's been a while. But um. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, review, follow, all of that good stuff. Y'all have a good one. Um, this is it. What's a good little podcast? Cheers. 25, 25. Deuces. Quarter piece. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter bread, what's the word? <laughs> <laughs>